I'm Brandon Fitzpatrick, class of 2017, and you're watching Dingo Talk. What's going on, Chuckleheads? I am Carla Guadagnino. This is Dingo Talk. Oh, this is the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. Sometimes I forget we, we still do these Alumni <laughs> Tour episodes. Fitz graduated from Bethany. Brendan Fitzpatrick, class of 2017. Brendan, thank you for taking some time. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So uh, how's a Buffalo kid from St. Saint, Saint Francis, right? St. Francis, yeah. Don't say St. Joe. That's our rival. How does, a, how does a Buffalo kid find his way to Brook County, West Virginia? So I'll take it back for you. I mean, you were at Bethany for me. So remember uh, Coach Denneke down there? I do, in fact. Coach Denneke was also a St. Francis alum. Um, so it was kind of like a tree that we had going on. Um, and initially, I didn't plan on playing football. I was like a role player, you know, a special teamer, like rotating in for a defensive kind of guy. So we had a really good program. I mean, you know, we've talked about it. Uh, St. Francis historically in the area, a really successful program. So, you know, uh, at that point, I was like, you know, I don't know if I want to play. I really didn't get, you know, the feel that I wanted to in high school. And it's kind of like it's over. Um, and then Teal came knocking on my door first, um, did a whole visit there. And uh, I, originally I was committed to Teal first. I think I talked to their old OC, Coach Satterfield, his name was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, that was pretty set on going there. Uh, but then I get an email from Denneke after my high school coach reached out to him. I'm kind of saying, hey, you'd be a good fit for our program, blah, 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 blah. Uh, sent that to me. And then uh, I don't remember Josh Fisher. He was also a Bethany grad. We were both at uh, St. Francis, both got the email. So we both went on our visit down to Bethany, ended up coming to Bethany, um, really liking it, really liking the campus, kind of the feel, got to meet Garvey, Watkins, all them. Um, and then Denny Key left, and then the Reigns got handed over to Boscat to recruit me, also another Buffalo guy. So the whole time I was being recruited by Buffalo guys. So I kind of just felt at home um, and I already felt the connection. So um came down to a thing a couple of months before you know we had a report for camp and teal was like what are you doing like we sent you our off-season workout program blah blah blah, blah. i was like yeah i'm going to bethany they gave me the better package so <laughs> so now, that's, is, that, that's we... <laughs> is that what factored into this into or is that one of the factors that uh for your decision was that at the time bethany gave you it was a better package financially for what you could uh, you guys could afford absolutely and I mean, Teal just gave me barely anything um, at all. Um, and the Bethany, you know, with the help of Boscat and, and all that in the football office, they helped out a lot. They got me a good deal. So I was pretty set. Uh, I like Teal new. And uh, that's how we ended up in uh, Bethany, West Virginia. So did you decide your, did you know what you were going to come into school to do? I initially was international studies or something like that. Um, I'm adopted from Columbia. So I kind of, you know, follow all the international policies and affairs kind of guy so uh but that ended up just not really going what I, what I wanted to do originally um so I think sophomore year second semester I switched to social work might have been first semester but one of those semesters and why social work um I think we had like a kind of like a programs fair or something one night at Bethany and I went and got a feel for the other programs and I talked to Furby and Sinclair at the time um and I kind of got a feel for like, oh, you know, like obviously being adopted, you know, you work with people from all over, um, come in contact with everybody from different parts of the country, whatever. So I was like, you know, what? this might be a good fit because I could see myself giving back at some point. Mm-hmm. 
So let's talk about the football aspect a little bit. So you come, <laughs> you come from a, a fairly good pro. It's a very good program. It's historically a good program in your area. Coach you Smith's been there since 83 or 84. So still there. You come down to Bethany, which the, the program was on the right side. It was, it was in that beginning. It had got out of being the bottom dweller uh, of the, or of the mid two thousands, I guess you would say, and kind of had, Middle of the pack, there there was uh, you know a couple of years. St. Vincent was good. Teal was good for I think a year in there. But you always had that beast in W and J and and Waynesburg, Thomas Moore, um, Case, Carnegie Mellon, all of them. What was your fresh? What was the biggest change for you from high school ball to college ball? What was the biggest adjustment? How did you how did you adjust? Talk a little bit about that. Right. So. <clears throat> Initially, uh, you know, I knew it was going to be a change of speed in the game. And that was, that was a huge aspect. Um, you know, you, in high school, you know, you get guys, sometimes you go against guys, you know, you're like, oh, I can definitely beat this guy. Like this, you know, you didn't have that when I showed up to camp at Bethany. You had athletes like Wiz there, one of the best players I've ever played with. Um, you had Wiz, you had Mike Halcott, you had, uh, God, who was back at safety? Might have been Fry. Well, Fry was hurt. Well, he had that foot injury when I came in. So it was Dion and it might have been, what was his name? Jay Delgado. Does that name ring a bell, maybe? Maybe. Might have been. I can't remember. There's another guy. But there's anyway, there's there's athletes. And that's that's where I was like, wow, the athleticism is ridiculous. So, well, you dealt with a little bit of adversity too. I mean, you 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 it was one knee, then it was the other knee, then it was the same knee hamstring tears all that stuff so you know I I can never catch the the healthy train when I was there but my freshman year you know I kept working I kept working and working on scout doing what I had to do I ended up getting in on special teams I think the last couple games were like against Thomas Moore St. Vincent so you know I got in some kickoff some kick return you know that's you know I was okay with that that's what I did in high school that was like my thing you know I went out did my job that's all I had to do so talk if you're talking to some former athletes uh or current athletes what's it like going through battling back through an injury and then having an injury like right after getting back onto the field having another injury occur what's the mental what's the mental walkthrough for that he's got to play without any fear and that's something i didn't do i was you know i was worried all the time like oh if i cut this way i'm going to re-tear it or if i cut the you know what i mean it was just constantly battling with myself internally like how do I overcome this but you just gotta you just gotta go out there and play without fear it's easier said than done but you know it's it's just a mental battle all the time you just have to figure out overcome it um and eventually I did figure it out but not not at Bethany (laughs) so on the academic side was there was was Bethany difficult was it the same as high school were there challenges you're coming in and and how did you get through those yeah, I would say it was a little bit of a shocker um, social-wise for me. Um, St. Francis is a all all boys private school, so it was a little bit of a, oh, I have I have girls in my class now. You know what I mean? Like I actually have to care what I look like during the day. I guess so. You know that was you didn't have to wear a uniform either. I guess yeah, I had to wear a shirt and tie every day and a, and a suit jacket. All that you didn't stuff. have to do that at Bethany. No, no, yeah, yeah. So that was uh. That was a big change, but there was that aspect was different. But I would say overall, Bethany towards the end of my time was academically challenging. I'm um, just the workload 
the internships. We had to go to the internships my last couple of years there. That was, you know, I didn't have a car until my senior year. So like you had to figure out a ride arrangements and how you're going to get from this point to this point at the campus. Um, so it was tough um, in that aspect, you know, and the workload. And on top of that, you're going to practice. But, you know, I overcame it. Um, but, you know, it was pretty it was pretty manageable my first couple of years. Um, and then social life. So for those that have been watching along there, there's not much to do at Bethany. You, <laughs> you got involved in athletics. You got involved in yeah. Greek life. You got involved in, uh, well, what else did you get involved in? That's really, I mean, other than that, that's really well, social it. work takes up a lot of the, the yeah, you're going to internships, you're meeting people, you know, you got to go to events and things like that. So yeah, I had to do all that. So why, why Greek life? Why was that something on your radar coming to college or was that something you were anti, not anti, were you anti it coming in? I wouldn't say anti, I just didn't really care for it. Uh, didn't really think about it. Why make the decision to go that route? So, yeah, I mean, I'll just say. And just remember, of- my Delt brothers would never speak to me that way. Just yeah. so you know. I'll never let you forget, just so you know. I know. <laughs> And anybody that's so, watching it that's an Alpha Sig knows exactly what just happened. But go ahead. So why Greek life? Why gen up? And then you so knew that one was coming. So. Um, yeah. So at first, uh, being around the football guys, uh, I wanted to see you know what else was out there. Um, and initially, yeah, I mean, I think Delt came to me first. Um, you know, because I was I was close with Fisher and. We actually had a friend who was a Delt member, uh, University of Georgia. So that kind of like influenced us to go that way. Um, but then just kind of like fitting in wise, you know, I, I was like, you know, longer term, I kind of see myself as an alpha six just because I'm around these guys. I'm familiar. And like at the time, I didn't want to branch out. I was kind of like in my own little circle. Um, and, and that's pretty much, you know, how I felt just comfortable. I was comfortable mm-hmm. that way. Um, so I think it was honestly, I think it was Ainsworth. It might have been Ainsworth uh t-bone and i forget who else i talked to initially about everything and then i think we had you guys had us come up the one night and introduce yourselves and we kind of all like went around just talking about what the house is represents and the brotherhood um you know and i kind of felt like you know all right this this is comfortable this is cool Um, i can see myself here and uh, essentially when it came down to it uh, around that time you know we had to choose um i have ultimately went the alpha sigma fire route uh, so, you know, I, I don't, people, people always say, you know, like, oh, you're paying for friends, but you don't really, but like, you're there, it's a family, it's a family, you know, and I have my friends, you know, from the, from exactly the house that I still keep in contact with on a weekly But you were basis. just at a wedding. I was in the wedding for uh, the ex there. Yep. I uh, saw some guys who I haven't connected with in a while, but it was good to see them. Um, you know, every now and then I talk to the trash talk with B Hill a little bit about sports. That's, that's a constant. Uh, I hope LSU doesn't win a game by the way. And <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have you know, to answer it, for that just so you know. Oh, it's every week, Carlo. I wish I could tell you every week he sends me something about how Brian Kelly's doing this with the program. And then, you know, as Notre Dame guy, I'm over it. You know, we, we've moved on. We parted ways. We we're, we're on to the Freeman era. So uh, if you say um, so, buddy, excited He's, for that. <laughs> we All right. So, the social aspect at Bethany, though, because there were a couple concerts when you were when you came, or no, were there no concerts when you during your time? I can't MGK. remember. MGK was the first one, and actually, I'm going to see him at the end of this month in Boston. So, 
so there you go a little little bethany yeah. random that he would end up in bethany which he did him and waka that was a that was yeah. a heck of a weekend mm-hmm. um well let's jump into comps now so from your perspective as a as a social work major what was comps like what because i you know i took communication comps it's a completely different beast so initially i was supposed to take it in the winter i think they do them in january right yep um that's when i tore was recovering from the acl i was getting surgery like right before christmas so i was like i can't study i want to be on painkillers doing physical therapy i'm not gonna have time yeah. Um, so I talked to Furby and not in Sinclair and they were like, all right, we'll just have you do it in May. Um, I think there's a couple other people that were doing it in May with me. So that's, you know, that's, we did it in May. So I had some time, extra time to study. Um, and I had people helping me study. I had, you know, the notes from people who are already come before me. Um, it was stressful because like I had, I had come into social work late, but I had I had taken extra classes to catch up to graduate on time because I wanted to just be done in four years. Yeah. Um, so to cram everything together and then go over like what you went over in four years, I was like, well, I, I crammed everything in three years almost. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know how this is going to go, but whatever, let's just do it. Um, so, I mean, it was stressful. Um, probably like the worst. I, I studied like a solid like review consistently for a solid like month almost, I'd say. So, and that was your met. Now, was that a was that a normal study tactic for you? If you had something big, is the repetitiveness, or was yeah. it because of the importance of comps? Oh, both. both. Okay. I need I'm repetition, so I need repetition constantly. And that's does does that help you as we're going to get into your your career? Does that help you when you're yeah. talking with students or whatnot? That hey, you're not going to get it on the first time. Most people don't get it on the first time. Try and right. do it. Try and learn it again. Relearn it. Relearn it. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so, you know, yeah. So you graduate with a social work degree. Yes. And you make your way up to Butler County, Pennsylvania. So the <laughs> Buffalo kid goes <laughs> from, uh, he goes from Buffalo down to Brook County. And then from Brook yeah. County, he ends up in Butler County, Pennsylvania. What did you do right in Butler right County? There. In Butler, Pennsylvania, I worked at uh, Summit Academy. And how did you get that job? Uh, well, I went back home after graduation from Bethany. I was working for my dad's company uh, in hardwood and uh, woodworks. And I'm like, obviously I need to get a job in my career. Like, I don't want to be loading trucks and throwing boards around and cutting wood the rest of my life. So I was just applying one night because I wanted to come back to the Pittsburgh area. Uh, Pittsburgh kind of grew on me and that whole area really grew on me. Um, it's because it's better and- than Buffalo. <laughs> that's not true that's not true it's not true buffalo is very nice from what i hear a great place um, but anyway so i'm on the computer i'm looking and, and that's uh academy schools pops up we have openings for counseling specialists it's like oh what are, like yeah sure i'll throw an application in there never heard of this place don't even know where butler is but you know i'll go to butler yeah i get a call a week later hey we got your application your resume you know it looks really good we're really, really interested to come down for an interview um and so I go down I meet with the whole you know administration down there and they were like you killed your interview we want to get you on the team so I was like well this is my only offer for my field that I applied to so I had applied to others but I was like you know nah it's I mean there was like all over too and I didn't didn't hear back um and I applied to some in Erie didn't really care for him but anyway going back to Butler I was like all right I'll take it 
So I gave him a month's notice that I would start in a month so I could save up a little more, find a place down there. I ended up finding a little upstairs apartment right in Butler that I lived in. Uh, and I paid four, fifth, no, four ten a month for rent. So you it's, an right, <laughs> it's an all right efficiency unit right there. Yeah. And, and uh, all I had to pay for was water and electricity. So, so now that. what was your, what was your day to day? Like at summit Academy. So for anyone that doesn't know what summit is, um, it's a kind of like a second chance before you go to juvie. Um, so we get kids from Philadelphia, Cleveland, Columbus, Akron, Pittsburgh, wherever. Yeah, and anywhere in between, McKean County, all the way out there. So you get a blend of kids who come in who have behavioral issues or were involved in some kind of crime or they just have a really rough life and this is a temporary stop until we can find something more permanent, whatever. Um, so when I show up the first day, I'm show, I'm showed up, I show up in like a nice shirt and pants and they're all like, you're not going to want to wear that. This is not, this not that is type not of job. environment. Um, my first day there, I'll tell you a quick story. I'm sitting at the dinner because I worked, I worked the uh, two to 10 shift and I'm sitting there and I'm uh, standing at my table that I was assigned to just kind of like a post or whatever. And I got a blend of Philly and Pittsburgh kids, horrible, horrible mix. So the one Philly kid and this Pittsburgh kid were going at it the whole day talking trash. And they're like a little bit diagonal from each other. Philly kid gets up. He asked me, can I go, you know, clean off my tray? I was like, yeah, go ahead. Walks past this Pittsburgh kid, takes his tray. Boom. Just boom, boom, like right in the head. And it brawl ensues. And that's why I was like, all right, we're here. We're doing this. So we're in it. We're this in is it. it. <laughs> this is it. This is the uh, first day. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's when I opened up my eyes and, and, um, day to day I interacted with them. I was almost like a, like an aide, you know, like, Hey, you need to be doing this or, Hey, you need to like get on this track, helping them with school, contacting their paroles, their judge, their parents, whatever needed to be done. Kind of behavior reports, updates to like their, um, you know, their, uh, probation officers, things like that, you know? Um, so that was my day to day and just being hands-on with them. I, you know, putting them in restraints. If you all, if anything like needed to, you know, go that far, I was putting them in restraints or breaking up fights constantly and getting spit on whatever you name it. Um, so that chopped toughened up my skin because, you know, for the, like, I was more of a quiet individual for the most part and kept to myself and that yeah, job something like that. Yeah. <laughs> that job made me, uh, that switch real quick so i'd be more confrontational um so how long are you there how long are you at summit i was at summit for a year uh, july 17 and july of 18 and then in 18 you decide to go back to school yeah so beginning of 18 is when i threw out an application for grad schools why i was like i, I want to do more of a clinical role i can't be doing this anymore okay. this hands-on stuff has its days where it's cool where you're just hanging out but, you know, you just, you get tired of it real quick. And then, you know, I was just like, I, I feel like I can do more. So where do you end up for your, for your grad school? So it came down, I'm sitting in my apartment in Butler one night and I'm just applying. And it came down to three places, University of New England, Anna Maria College in Worcester, Mass, and Westfield State in Westfield, Massachusetts. Don't ask me why, it's just what popped up first and they had good programs. Worcester's like, a nice area. I've never been to New England before. Let's do it um Worcester so is a, Worcester Mass is a real nice area just don't call it Worcester they'll get real upset with you they'll get mad at you now I learned that when I started when I moved up here but uh yeah so that happened um I heard back from all of them I got into all of them 
Um, and then going back to my injuries at Bethany, I had two years of eligibility left. Um, I was like, you know what, maybe I can get a little something for financial aspect, you know, throw something underneath the table a little bit. And I reached out to all three of those coaches. I only heard back from UNE and Ann Maria. Westfield State never got back to me, but um, their loss. yeah, what it came down to is, what's that? Their loss. Yeah, their loss. <laughs> I'm calling it their loss. Yeah, their loss. Um, but, you know, uh, what it came down to is just money. Anna Maria was the better package, and, and Coach Dan Mulrooney, uh, great coach, by the way. He, you know, helped me out, really guided me through. He's very community, like, communicated almost every week with me. Like, hey, how you doing? We're checking in. Um, just, you know, very – I felt very welcome there. Um, I went up for a visit and kind of saw the campus, met coaches there. It was cool, you know. I was like, hey, like, listen, I'm here for my master's. I can't give you the they, – they practice at night. The problem was my my classes are every Tuesday and Thursday from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Mm-hmm. in the classroom. So I was like, I can't be there all week, but I'll give you like two, three days a week of my time. And if you need anything, like, you know, I've been through the program, like I've been through college football, like I can, you know, hop out with whatever you need. And they're like, yeah, you're like whatever you need, we're, we got you. So I was like, all right, cool. Um, so, you know, I came, came into that program. Um, it was different. You know, I'm used to wearing the green and white. And then I had to switch it up to uh, maroon and white. So mm-hmm. it was different feel. You know, I was like, I don't know if I like this. You know, this doesn't feel the same at first. But then I had a heart to heart with Coach Mole. He's like, listen, like, we want you here, but we understand if you want to leave. Because initially I was going to transfer out. I was like, this isn't for me. I, I don't know why I came up here. I was going to go to Edinburgh. I transfer to Edinburgh and just go to school. Yeah. Um, because they had offered me and I got in there as well. But um, they were like, you know, this – we want you here. We're building something special. Just stay. And then I ended up making great friendships up here with guys from Anna Maria who were also in grad school and undergrads. And, and it was, it was awesome. Um, we didn't win the most games, but coming from Bethany, you know, we, you know, <laughs> yeah. kind of, but yeah. It's the experience yeah. necessarily. Yeah. And, and you know what? I got to travel. I got to go to Maine, Vermont, like you got to travel different places. So now, what awesome. did you what did you end up finishing your master's in? So, right. So I finished uh, with uh, MSW in counseling. Um, I did a internship at a uh, rehab facility for teenagers with behavioral and cognitive disabilities my first year. Um, and that was out in Barrie, Massachusetts, which if you've ever never heard of, you don't need to hear it. It's literally one street. It's like Bethany. It's just one street with a pizza shop, grocery store, gas station. And a so library. it's more than Bethany. <laughs> it is more than Bethany, actually. Now that I think about it, but you know what? You named three things, which are You're three right. more things than we have there. You're right. the The traffic light in town is the blinking yellow. So we don't have one of those either. That's There's right. This thing is a traffic light. They tried that once. I think you were in school still. I they think put so. That yeah. Traffic light over there by when you're going down under the bridge, and okay. you'd have thought that the world was ending. There was a traffic light in Bethany. It's a, it's it. Pack it up. It's done. So yeah, um, yeah. So, so when I, you you graduate with the masters, what yep. what is the focus at that point? Job ones. So yeah, um, I, I did two years there. No, I did two football seasons. Did two and then yeah. So it's twenty eighteen to twenty twenty. Um, after that, COVID hit pretty hard, obviously, and I was up here. And I was like, I can't go back home. So my mom was like, re- was in remission from cancer and all that. And I was like, I can't go home. Like, I don't want to get her sick. Like this, you know, this is pretty risky. Um, 
so I came back from that like spring break or whatever we call it there. It's like a March term or, and I'm like, well, they're allowing people on campus. I lived in on campus at Anna Maria. Mm-hmm. Like, we're allowing people back on campus with internships to come back to like fulfill their internship duties, but regular students were like going to go remote. So I go back to Anna Maria for about two weeks and they're like, it's just me and like a couple other guys there, students or whatever. It's like a ghost town. Nobody's there. Um, and I'm like, all right, like what's going to happen next? Two weeks passed. They're like, you guys got to go. Like, this is getting bad. Pack your bags. I'm like, I don't have anywhere to go. I have everything I owned in Butler with me that I brought up here that I like in my name. And it's just sitting in like this dorm room. Like, what am I supposed to do with everything? I can't fit in one car trip. They're like, I don't know. Figure it out. So <laughs> one of my good friends. Yeah. So one of my good friends up here from um, Bellingham, Massachusetts. So it's about 20 minutes north of Providence, Rhode Island was like hey man like listen my, I told my family like we are welcoming you into our home um come with us till this thing is figured out and we got you so um you know great friend of mine teammate Anna Maria um welcomed me in and I'm like all right so I'm finishing school up online for the rest of the semester whatever three months were left finish that to get my final grad school presentation and everything else is like fine and then I'm like all right now what do I do like I'm graduated COVID's here, like who's hiring? So I apply to everywhere in Pittsburgh because like I want to go back. No, we're not hiring. Hiring <laughs> freeze. COVID, COVID, no, no, no. Buffalo, COVID, no, COVID, no. Erie, Pennsylvania, COVID, no. COVID. And I'm like, all right, well, I'm running out of spots where I want to be. So um I guess like, all right, well, well, I guess we'll check here. Like, I don't want to be in Worcester in New England, but cool. So uh hear back from one place. Uh, hey, we really want you. And we're going back to hybrid, even though like things aren't really cleared up. We're going hybrid because we need to get back into the homes of our uh, patients and clients. So we need a team and everybody quit because of COVID. So we need people. So I, I joined this company called Youth Villages, who I worked for for almost a year. And, and that was a great experience because we would go in with individuals and mostly adolescents. And, you know, they had whatever issue. And my job was basically to hook them up with housing. Um, because a lot of them were like homeless, you know, like, oh, we don't even want to go COVID hit. We don't have anything. Yeah. So I hooked them up with housing, job career, like career coaches, things like that, giving them like behavioral education. Um, and then I did a little bit of like um, helping them with like, applying to colleges, community colleges, reference letters, things like that. Um, so that was my job for like almost a year. And then like people did the burnout hit. So then people are like, oh, we're leaving because we're going to move on to better, like bigger things. So then I left there too, because it was ended up just being that there's five people on the team. By the time I hit like 11 months, it was me and my supervisor left. And I was like, well, I'm working 25 cases and I'm not getting home until eight o'clock at night. And you're having me drive from Worcester almost out to Boston for, you know, so that's about a good 50 minute commute, if you don't know, and all the way up to New Hampshire almost. So I was like, I can't do this anymore. Um, so then I found a company called Hopewell. Um, worked with that was a huge because I worked with little kids like like who had uh, trauma issues Mm -hmm. and I you know I was like whatever I'll take on this challenge wasn't a fit um wasn't a good fit so uh that lasted like about uh, nine months and I was like I can't do it and then again the same thing happened people started leaving we don't want to do the driving anymore so now what I'm doing currently is I'm working with um, adults with intellectual disabilities or behavioral disabilities just got out of prison and I go to their group homes at the room with their company. It's called mm-hmm. Community Resources for Justice. We're all over the country. 
And what I do now is go in and I do clinical work. So we do therapy, behavior goals, talk with the direct care staff. We have meetings. I get to go on trips like Boston, Rhode Island, Vermont, things like that. So um, I'm all over the place right now. Um, and I've been doing that since about March. So that's, that's my new role now. Um, and yeah, and it's, it's been an experience, but also, I don't know if you knew this, but August 1st, I begin the police Academy for Rhode Island. Congratulations. So that happened too. Um, <laughs> we're doing it all up here. Congratulations on that. And, and we've come to that point. I only have one question. That's what I'm, again, this is a new format that we're trying out. So I'm going to use you as a guinea pig. Um, it's related to you as a Buffalo yeah. Bills fan. Is this the year? <laughs> is, is this the year? I sure hope so. I don't really see anybody in division knocking us off. Um, you know, shout out to Phil Taylor. The Dolphins are probably going to get swept again. But, um, you know, I, throwing shots. I am. I am. It's my opportunity. So, you, you, know. you this is you. It's your state. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, um, fins down. But yeah, I mean, I, it's <laughs> Uh, I, I don't see the Pats really stepping up. Um, you know, I, that, I don't even count that regular season game in Windy Buffalo last year. That was a, that was a fluke because you saw what happened in the playoffs, which also I was at. Great time. Cold, but awesome time. Um, <laughs> I want to say thank you for stopping by, taking the time yeah. to do this with us. Um, for those of you at home, you can find us on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Twitter, uh, TikTok and Instagram. The only place, the only thing that's different is the Instagram. It's dingo underscore talk. It's not dingo talk. Um, but I am Carlo Guadagnino. This has been the Dingo Talk Alumni Tour. My guest, Brandon Fitzpat, Brendan Fitzpatrick. Sorry, I do that almost every time to you. Brendan Fitzpatrick, class of 2017. Again, Fitz, thank you for stopping by. And uh, we will catch you next week, Chuckleheads. You